Here at Michigan Family Wellness, we believe chiropractic care and nutritional-based therapies are a foundational part of a healthy family lifestyle. No matter where you're at in the mitten, having a family is such an exciting time of life. So instead of feeling overwhelmed by stress, fatigue, and responsibilities with the kids, we invite you to become part of this empowering community to create happy, healthy families. By providing engaging interviews and practical applications, Dr. Wallner cultivates family health by equipping our listeners with the tools they need to elevate wellness in their own family. Dr. Wallner passionately serves the Michigan community at his chiropractic and nutrition-based practice, where he specializes in pregnancy, pediatrics, and family wellness care. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kyle Wallner. Good day, families, and welcome home. That's right, my name is Dr. Kyle, and this is the Empowering MFW Family, and we are so glad to be with you today. If you are joining us for the first time, I want to thank you for tuning in. The health of you and your family is your number one priority. It is your greatest asset. The best way to have a healthy family is by living a family wellness lifestyle. So if you're looking for efficient, effective, and sustainable ways to elevate your health and the health of your family, then I strongly recommend you make yourself comfortable because we have an amazing show for you today. Dan is the director of the strength and conditioning programs at the Inflow Wellness Academy and is a youth training specialist with a bachelor's degree in exercise science and community health. Dan is fully equipped to help you reach your ultimate health goals. One of Dan's passions is working with our kids, helping the younger athletes make the safest, most linear progress they can for their sport. All right, families, let's jump into today's interview. Welcome, families, to the interview portion of today's podcast. My guest on the show today is Dan Allison. Dan, welcome back to the podcast. It's so great to have you. Good morning, Kyle. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be back. Excellent, Dan. I want to encourage everyone to really circle back and listen to episode 002 of the Michigan Family Wellness Podcast, where we actually talk with our guest today, Dan Allison and Ben Knapp, and they share the mission, vision, and values of Power Performance Gym. And actually, to date, that episode has been one of the most downloaded episodes of the Michigan Family Wellness Podcast. So congratulations, Dan. Obviously, your message is resonating with this community, and I'm delighted to have you back on the show here today. Well, Kyle, we're just uh, glad to have the opportunity and glad to get the word out there and uh, help some people uh, change their lives for the better. Fantastic. And that being said, we always do start with our famous two questions on the podcast here. So Dan, I've just told our families a little bit about you as the professional but one of the core values here, as you know, on the podcast is family. So can you tell us a little bit more about you as the person and what does family look like for you? Uh, yes, sir. Um, well, grew up in Trenton, Michigan, uh, currently live in Westland. Um, I've got older brother, younger sister, two stepbrothers, um, mother, dad, and stepmother, um, and a couple cousins also in the area. So we're all in the Metro Detroit area and, uh, you know, we love it here. Been here for a while. Awesome. I just really appreciate getting an idea of family dynamics because, you know, we are real people. So I just like our listenership to be able to connect with the guests that we have on the podcast. So thank you for that. And Dan, another thing I love to say here on the podcast is that we are smitten with the mitten. So I always <laughs> ask my guests to share what they love about Michigan. Well, there's a, there's a lot of things that I like and, you know, some things I don't like try to focus on the positive. Love summers here, love fall, going to Tigers games, like going to uh, Red Wings games in the winter, like going up north and getting out hiking, 
uh, kind of a newer thing. Just like it around here. Family's here and you know, that's what kind of makes it worthwhile. And if people go back and listen to episode two, you'll they'll hear, you know, you lived in Chicago for about two years or a year and a half or something like that. Yeah, just on, just under yeah. two years. And, you know, there's lots of lots of great stuff out there. But, uh, you know, home is where the heart is. So I agree. Well, it's to uh, come back. It's a pleasure to have you here back in the mitten for sure. So, Dan, let's go ahead and get more in depth because I really want the women, mothers and families listening to today's episode to get value from your experiences, your expertise and your unique perspective to start from a framework or a ground level. You know, what is the mission? What is the vision? What are the values again of the concept of training? Our general mission is, you know, to give give families, give kids, give athletes the the most bang for their buck training. We're going to take them through a full assessment, see everything that's going on with them and really design a program that's specifically for them. You know, whether you're a young athlete or, you know, grandmother, whatever it might be, you know, you're going to have a program that fits your needs, your goals, and we're going to guide you in a way that's going to allow you to get there in the quickest, safest manner possible. Absolutely. And I really would agree with you there. I would even emphasize that it's a really personalized approach. You can go to other gyms in the area, you know, the big box gyms, and you can kind of feel like you could almost, you know, walk in and walk out without even being noticed. That being said, you could also go to the opposite end of that spectrum, go to some of these other private gyms, but, you know, may not get the uh, attention or the direction that you would really need to really hit your goals. And so that's why I appreciate just the personalized attention to detail the family atmosphere over there at power and i think that comes through in your mission vision and values and so let's go ahead and let's now focus on the kids that we're, we want to talk about today you know tell us about your training approach i know we were talking in our pre-chat you mentioned you know the joint by joint approach you know for these younger athletes can you kind of tell us more about that yes sir well the joint by joint approach is just kind of a general philosophy that uh, we use to overview all of our training you know whether that's the young athlete or Again, the uh, the grandmother example we'll use. The joint-by-joint joint approach basically just states we're going to have the proper mobility and proper stability at you know each joint in the body. And in layman's terms, that just says we can move where we need to move and we're strong and still where we need to be. And um, we use that to guide our assessments and guide our training. So when our kids come in, we're going to see what joints they may need some work in, either getting more mobility or getting more stability. And we build a plan that is going to address those issues in the safest manner possible following this, this joint by joint approach. So no bad position, joint position dictates muscle function. So that being said, no bad looking lifts, no bad looking movement patterns. You know, there's, there's always room for improvement, but great attention to detail with the actual movement. The program is just kind of a a guideline and you know it comes down to the in the trenches connecting with the athlete making sure everything is is looking smooth absolutely dan and i think one of the things that really plays into these younger athletes and these kids that we're talking about is when we're younger you know we're watching our parents a lot we're learning how to move from our parents and sometimes our parents don't move that well and then we actually learn those movement patterns and we adopt those and so when you think about it it's like yeah you can tell your kids to go play outside you can tell them to run around and spend time with your friends and you know just be kids right 
which yep. is absolutely true. That's that's so great to do on the surface. But what I really think working with someone like yourself can offer is that methodical approach. You know, you talk about the joint by joint approach, whether that's preventing injury for a certain athletic season. I mean, gosh, right now, it's the fall season here. We got the back to school programs going on with all of the sports happening right now. And I just think these younger athletes, these kids working with a trainer that can methodically take them through a movement pattern or a breathing pattern just can provide so much benefit and value not only in terms of performance, but in terms of prevention. Would you agree with any of that? Oh, most definitely, Kyle. You know, I think um, I think the biggest thing with that we talked about in um, the last episode that we were together was building a foundation, quickly defining a foundation for the, for these kids or you know, even a little bit older athletes that maybe haven't trained before. Foundation would just kind of include good breathing patterns. Number one, if we can't breathe correctly, can't relax, can't recover. And from a being able to lift standpoint, once these kids start doing some loaded lifts, they're going to need to be able to brace properly. And if you can't breathe properly, that's going to be challenging. And then also just having good, clean, fundamental movement patterns. So can the kids crawl? Can they skip? Can they balance on one leg for you know, more than 10 seconds? Can they hold the top of a push-up? Can they hold a, a, body, a deep body weight squat without any problems? Can they, uh, can they hip hinge? You know, little things like that doesn't have to be real intense, but just some basic, basic, basic foundational work to restore some of those things can go a real long way. Even just some general walking sled stuff, prowler stuff, just kind of general work capacity. So these kids aren't getting gassed out at some of these practices that they have to go to. Absolutely, Dan. And I think this conversation is really timely because, you know, as a chiropractor, I see a lot of patients who will tell me that they've had either low back pain or neck pain, you know, and they've been having this for a long time. And I'll ask them, okay, well, how long? And it's often going back to an injury that they occurred mm -hmm. or they picked up when they were a kid. And so I think this conversation is so relevant. As a parent, I would definitely want my kids to be moving well and in moving in planes and patterns that are going to be conducive to not only performance, like we mentioned, but also prevention. Because honestly, as adults, the injuries that we pick up when we're younger profoundly and significantly affect our lives when we're older. You know, we can talk about the age of musculoskeletal maturity, okay? So what happens is at 25 years old, your skeletal system is fully formed. You know, those bones are going to completely ossify and calcify. Those joints are going to be fully formed. But up until that point, Dan, everything is moving and changing. So especially when we're talking about these kids who are 2, 3, 5, 10, 12 years old, you know, these younger ages, Everything is changing and everything is moving daily, I would argue, if not even hourly because of all the different hormonal changes and things like that. Now, I don't want to go into too much detail here. We can talk more about Wolf's Law and you can look up research on that. What I essentially want to get at is you have to send those signals. Bone and muscle, they won't change or develop unless you actually send those signals, okay? What we're not saying is bring your kids into the gym and, you know, Dan's going to take them through Olympic weightlifting and CrossFit and all these things. That's not what we're saying. But what we are saying is you can do this in a methodical and thoughtful and targeted way to really get like what we're saying with these benefits and value of uh, performance and prevention. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, not, uh, you know, not just uh, sending a kid in, you know, wherever, whether it's with me or their high school weight room, whatever. And, uh, you know, saying, hey, go live. No, it's getting them in with a, a staff or a, a coach who's going to You'll be able to show them the right exercise or the right the right progression, so the right dose at the right time. So 
you know, not every kid may be ready for a barbell back squat right off the bat, which it's a fantastic exercise. Um, you may be a coach that can teach it very well, and that's great. We've kind of found to, to work a little bit better is maybe start with bodyweight squat holding onto some straps, bodyweight box squat, things like that, and kind of build up that pattern. It's easy. Parents don't see a bar on the back. They're comfortable with it. Start loading them up with a, a goblet kettlebell out front or a dumbbell. Have them work with that for a while. You know, the back's not being loaded at all. Spine is, is staying safe. By the time they've done a couple months of those, you know, they may be ready for a barbell front squat. And, you know, by that time, they know exactly what they're doing. They know safe breathing mechanics, you know, things of that nature. So getting your kids in with a program that has progression to it, that's thought out based upon their level of readiness, their willingness to learn, introduced correctly at a young age, it can be something that can benefit them for the rest of their lives. Yeah, exactly. And like we were saying earlier, you know, we learn how to move from our parents and watching our, you know, our folks move around. And so if your son is going to go try out for the football team, but they really haven't learned how to move properly for a linebacker position, you know, they can probably hurt themselves pretty bad and then, you know, be out of commission for that season or the next season or, you know, even worse, maybe even for the rest of their life. So I definitely think that what you have to offer these families is of great value. And I want to go into more of that value as well, because, gosh, I mean, we're talking about exercise here, Dan, and we know, I mean, there is a lexicon of literature that supports the physiologic changes, the benefits of just simple exercise, drug-free exercise. There is nothing out there. There's, there is no drug out there that can do what just simple exercise and movement can do, not only for your body, but for your brain as well. So when you talk about these kids that might have, they're struggling with maybe a mood disorder or a neurocognitive issue, you know, the prevalence and the rise of autism and Asperger's, gosh, I can't think of how exercise could hurt them. It could only benefit them. So especially if your kid, maybe they're not going out for the football team. Maybe they're not doing hockey and swimming and tennis and all these things. Maybe they're having, you know, some serious health concerns and you just want them to start moving because that movement is so important for your brain. All of the joint information from our, where our muscles are in space, where our joints are in space, all of that is sent up to the brain. So if you're talking about how can I help my kid's brain fire correctly, or just even with concentration, gosh, Dan, ADHD, the eight, the ADD Mm -hmm. epidemics. I mean, if you just want to help your kids focus, Focus, spend less time in front of the TV, do better in school and increase their cognitive performance. Exercise is a fantastic way to do that. And what better way to do that with a coach like yourself, Dan, in a methodic and a functional way. I want to also touch on human growth hormone. Okay, so this is very important. And I've read tons of research that suggests, okay, for those of you who don't know, human growth hormone is one of the most powerful hormones that we have in our entire body. When we take it in a synthesized form, it really doesn't have that profound effect as if we were just to make it on our own. And the thing is, Dan, when we get stressed out and when we don't exercise, our brain does not make this hormone on its own. So again, back to signaling, you got to send the right signals. And here's the thing, Dan, when you exercise, specifically when you strength and condition train, like what we're talking about here, That is the primary stimulus for signaling the release of human growth hormone. And we can talk all day about the benefits of human growth hormone. It stimulates the breakdown of fat cells so you have better blood sugar control. It's especially going to help with that growing athlete, those younger kids who are bones are forming, their bones are growing, their joints are figuring out the right places to be in. 
And gosh, I can't even, we haven't even mentioned chiropractic adjustments yet. I just think that there is such a great pairing between simple conservative chiropractic adjustments you know, and what you do with the kids in terms of the training part of it. Because again, these kids are growing yes. and changing and they're not skeletally mature until they're 25. So there's so much that you Absolutely. can do in these younger ages. So I just wanted to add on your point of like how they kind of work to how chiropractic and strength conditioning can work together. So I guess the moral of the story is between the both of us, we try to put the kid in the best positions possible, get his joints in the best, his or her joints in the best position possible when Kyle's adjusting them or when I'm doing strength training or mobility exercises with them and doing all of, all of those things in the correct joint positions, putting some strength training on top of that allows them to sort of hit save on those good positions and going to be apt to stay in them a little bit longer, you know, hence being a little bit healthier on the field or on the court, just increasing their general uh, work capacity and ability to stay healthy over long term. Outstanding, Dan. And now I know you're really big into foundation. So let's actually go back to a foundational component of training philosophy, which is nutrition. I would definitely say that nutrition is a foundational component of your coaching. So tell us more about how you incorporate nutrition when you're training these kids. Okay, well, just to tie it back into some points you were just making about brain health, Kyle, food is a drug and it's going to have an effect on or neurotransmitters, basically what our brain does and what it tells our body to do, the mood it's going to, you know, we're going to be in and just the state of readiness or how we're going to feel to train or play your sport. So we don't get with these kids and say, Hey, you have to completely knock out everything you're eating and eat this way or that way. You know, we definitely talk to them and see what they're eating for breakfast or see what they're eating before they come in, see what they're eating the night before they get into that first or second workout. And they're going through a little bit of conditioning or, or even just some simple basic strength training stuff and they start losing color a little bit and looking like they're getting sick 10 times out of 10 it comes from having apple juice and cereal for breakfast or some sort of sugary type thing oh, but dan those are my favorites something like that <laughs> but they're they're darn delicious but there's better times to eat them so like all right guys well you know those are delicious but why don't you just maybe have some water some eggs and some fruit and see how you feel next time you come in and 10 times out of 10 hey guys how are we feeling this morning Oh my God, 10 times better than last time, you know? So getting the, getting the sugary breakfasts out of there and really drinking much of anything but water for practices before workouts is really just kind of a waste of time. You're just making yourself kind of feel more out of shape than what you really are and not really maximizing your potential and, and your health. Save the, uh, save the goodies for after the activity. Have some fun with it and don't get too out of control. Exactly. And we can go and talk about this all day as well in terms of the skyrocketing rates of the metabolic syndrome. And so not only is how we move and how we train very important at a young age, but also to go along with what we're saying here about nutrition, the way that we teach our kids how to eat and the fuel that we put into our bodies is so imperative at those younger ages because Absolutely. honestly, Dan, I mean, gosh, I don't know if you've seen the same numbers that I have, but the skyrocketing rates of type 2, adult onset diabetes, obesity, cardiovascular disease, you know, all these things are major societal issues in our culture. And all of it's preventable. All of it is completely yeah, preventable. And I think exercise, chiropractic, these natural alternatives are just great ways to accomplish those goals without the use of pharmaceutical medications and surgeries. So I can't thank you enough for the service that you're providing the community. I was going to say one thing I think maybe we should touch on with the teenagers. Very common before workouts or games are these, these overhyped pre-workout stimulants. And I know you guys all see me drinking my coffee and... A lot of caffeine and stuff like that, but the NO explode and 
Jack 3D, C4, stuff like that. Not good. Stay away from that. A lot more harm than good. Kids think it's like steroids. It doesn't do anything besides get you caffeinated and itchy and irritable and all this good stuff. So mm-hmm. stay away from that. Drink water. Maybe have a yeah. little bit of coffee and just get your head right. Yeah, I agree with you there, Dan. I think there are definitely research to suggest in different things that can be ergogenic aids or things that actually do boost your performance and exercise. You mentioned coffee, good organic coffee. It's the extras, it's the fillers that are going to ultimately mess up your gut. You mentioned those pre-workout shakes and everything. Honestly, they're expensive too. They're ultimately going to break the bank and break the wallet if you're constantly using those products. Definitely think there are better alternatives. Food-based too. I mean, gosh, we could talk talk all day about just the benefits of having a good organic beat in terms of nitric oxide production and all that. So Dan, the purpose of the Michigan Family Wellness Podcast is to be an audio library resource for the women, mothers, and families who want to learn more about elevating their family wellness and increasing their resiliency or that strength to adapt to the stress and challenges in their life. One of the ways we accomplish this is by asking our guests for practical applications. So Dan, what can the women, the moms, and the families listening today Start doing as a result of hearing your voice to elevate their health and family wellness. I think we'll throw one out there for the uh, the moms out there. Need to incorporate the exercise pushaways or, or pullaways. So we're going to push away the kids' cereal and apple juice and all the garbage at breakfast. Maybe try out eggs, fresh fruit. You said organic coffee, water, maybe some different vegetables, things like that for your your breakfast and your child's breakfast. And you're going to feel a lot more alert, awake, and productive throughout the beginning of the day. Everyone's mood will be a little bit more stable and you'll all be able to be a little bit better version of yourself. For the kids out there, eat that breakfast. Don't be stubborn to your parents. And from a movement standpoint, get moving around. It doesn't have to be heavy powerlifting stuff, which can be fantastic if you've got a good coach out there. But let's get on the ground. Let's do some crawling. Let's do some rocking. Let's do some body weight squatting, lunging, farmer's carries, you know, picking up a couple moderately heavy dumbbells, kettlebells, something you can safely pick up, nice flat back, pick it up, carry it as far as you can, set it down, you know, do that a handful of times, drag some sleds around and have some fun. You're ready to start loading up, squatting, deadlifting. If you want to learn Olympic lifting, seek out, you know, someone older than you who's qualified to teach it, ask a lot of questions, learn how to do the movements with the best technique that you can. It's not always going to be perfect, but learning how to do your movements very well will allow you to get strong and do it for a long time. Awesome, Dan. So many things you mentioned there. I just want to kind of circle back. I mean, One of the things, ask a lot of questions. I can't emphasize that enough. Really ask questions because that's ultimately going to lead you to the most relevant and the most uh, truthful information, which is what you're looking for. And again, that's one of the purposes here on the podcast. But also, Dan, you mentioned a great point about breakfast. I think families can start making some simple changes to their breakfast, especially with the back-to-school time of the year, those busy morning schedules. Gosh, I know that people love to do a ton of protein or fat with their breakfast in the morning, but honestly, from what I see with my patients, if you're getting up at 4 or 5 in the morning and you're trying to get the kids going and get them on the bus by 6, 6.30 or anything like that, gosh, like there's just so much going on so early in the morning And you need so much digestion signaling to really break down those protein and those fats. So if you're doing that, I would almost suggest, like you were saying, Dan, like go for that fresh fruit. That's going to be much easier to digest when you're on the run. Yeah. And then later on in the day, maybe mid-morning when your blood sugar is getting a little bit lower, 
then reach for that meat and that protein and the good healthy fats because ultimately you're going to be more calmed down, your parasympathetic nervous system is going to be functioning better, and that's going to allow you to make stomach acid and to make all the lipases to break down those macronutrients because I just think it's too it's too much to handle for most people. It's just too much to handle first thing in the morning at 5 a.m. to try and wolf down a bunch of meat and an avocado. It's just too much overwhelming signaling on your digestive system is my main point there. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you can handle it, go for it. But the fruit or, uh, you know, just drinking some water and some apple cider vinegar, something to settle down the stomach first thing in the morning mm-hmm. can be great. But, you know, more or less, moral of the story is like hack away the unessential. So whatever you're, you're, choose, you're choosing to feed the family, just get the box sugary cereals out of there, the from concentrate juices out of there, all that yeah. stuff. You know, you hack that stuff away. Any choice you make after that's probably going to be a little bit better and it's going to be an improvement. Awesome, Dan. Well, are there any other resources that you can equip our listeners with today, whether it's a book or a website or anything that you would direct people to? International Youth Strength Conditioning Association, the IYCA. You can go to their website. They've got a lot of great resources on there for training youth athletes and lots of great ideas, ways to find qualified professionals. Your kid plays baseball. EricCressy.com is great. How can we maybe detail all these in the show notes? Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely have links to all of this in the show notes. Okay. Another one would be Original Strength. I think OriginalStrength.com. A lot of great information there on some of the things I was talking about, like crawling and rocking and restoring some basic foundational movement patterns. Tim Anderson on there does a fantastic job educating and detailing how to do a lot of really helpful things. Gotta love those practical applications. So Dan, where can people find more about you? Probably the most active on Facebook. You can just type in my name, Dan Allison. And Twitter, it's where a lot of the hockey community is at, so gotta stay active on there. Name on there is Coach Allison D-A. It's my Twitter handle. You know, hit me up on, on any of those platforms and I'd love to chat and help anybody out. Well, thanks again, Dan. And if you're listening to this podcast and this message is resonating with you, I want to highly encourage you to head on over to michiganfamilywellness.com where we'll have a dedicated webpage with all of the show notes that we've mentioned here today. Dan, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Kyle, gratitude, my friend. It was a pleasure. All right, families, what'd you think? We'd love to get your feedback. If you would like to email me about anything you've heard on this or any previous edition of the Family Wellness Lifestyle Podcast, you may do so by writing Kyle at michiganfamilywellness.com and take full advantage of the Family Lifestyle Audio Library at michiganfamilywellness.com. Connect with us on social media at Michigan Family Wellness. Thanks so much for tuning in, families. Have an awesome week, and remember, we can do far more together than we could ever do apart. Now that you've been equipped with the latest in family wellness solutions, we want to encourage you to apply these strategies right away. But the thing is, there's still so much to learn. Connect with Dr. Walner's chiropractic and nutrition office by going to michiganfamilywellness.com and click the newsletter sign-up button to join the informative and supportive community of chiropractic wellness. You will also receive as a gift from Dr. Walner a copy of Michigan Family Wellness Solutions, an invaluable resource containing dynamic tools to elevate family health and vitality. Michigan Family Wellness wants to thank you for being part of today's podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review. 